So this is the concept of surround sound SEO in that, yes, ranking your site is good. We all want to do that for our keywords. But if you stop there, the rest of the SERPs are going to go to somebody else. Hello and welcome to the Simple and Smart SEO Show, where we provide tips and advice to improve your website's search engine ranking. I'm Brittany Herzberg, SEO copywriter for holistic health and wellness pros who want to show up as the answer to a Googled question. And I'm Crystal Waddell, an e-commerce seller and content creator. I help business owners communicate the value of their products and services through content so you can make more sales and grow your business. We are business besties who love learning and sharing what we've learned. So what are we waiting for? Let's jump in. Today, we are here with Elisa Meredith. She is the senior product or a senior product marketing manager over at Simrush. And not only am I excited that Elisa is here, but I'm also excited that you pronounce Simrush, Simrush. So anyway, <laughs> so thank you for being to, here. <laughs> yeah, welcome to this show, Elisa. How are you today? I'm thrilled to be here. Yes, you were, you were right. It's Simrush. <laughs> Thank you. I've been actually corrected on this podcast, you know, I think a couple times. Yeah. And anytime somebody corrects me, I'm like, oh, I just assume I'm wrong. I'm like, whatever. (laughs) It's like, that's fine. (laughs) This is why we Um, need the pros on here. Yeah. But this is like complete validation in my ability to pronounce things. So I just want to say thank you for that. And you'll so, stand idly by and be corrected again, ever. <laughs> oh, I will. I don't care. It's like <laughs> humble mode, I guess. But okay, so Elisa, tell us about you know um, what you do for Simrush and and what that's like. Yeah, so I work on a couple of products that are in beta right now, and you know it's all standard GTM stuff: figuring out messaging, positioning, content marketing, <clears throat> promotion. And these products were kind of intended to help marketing agencies to offer new services to their clients. So one of them allows you to make simple SEO optimizations right from your browser, which is something I know a lot of SEOs struggle with. They have all these great optimizations and then the developers are like, well, I'll get to that in four months. (laughs) So that's one of them. The other one though, is the one we're going to talk about today, which is called surround sound. So just trying to kind of educate about that. And that one's a little trickier, right? Because people don't like, what is that? (laughs) So it's it's got a cool name. (laughs) It does have a cool name. Yeah. So that had to start with kind of educating about the concept and why it's important uh, before we ever got to, hey, we have this great tool. So uh, I know when I mentioned it to you, Crystal, you're like, ooh. (laughs) Her ears perked up. She's like, say what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. When you told me about it, I then went to Simrush's website mm-hmm. and started reading all about it because you sent me some links to the blogs or whatever. And so like I'm reading all about it. I've got my list of questions. Oh, and good. so, yeah. <laughs> so B, if you don't mind, I'll just jump in with my first question. No, you... go for it. You're cool. I okay. might pull on a thread. And if I do that, I'll just like interrupt you. <laughs> I'll be okay. like, oh, I can already tell you that the the thread that I want to pull on next time is the product that we have not yet mentioned. So that first one that you're talking about, I was like, oh, that also sounds interesting. So I feel like anyone listening is going to be like me where it's like, like I, I'm happy for you that you're keeping it under wraps, but also like, what is it? What's going to pop <laughs> yes. out next, right? Oh, it's a secret. Yes. That's, yeah. that's the key to great it. marketing is don't tell anyone what you're selling. Yeah. Don't give us anything. <laughs> Nothing. But don't it's a teaser. It's a teaser. <laughs> 
Okay. So what is surround sound marketing and how did it even come into existence? Mm, okay. So surround sound marketing, when you think of surround sound, what, what it comes to mind first? Just like being surrounded, like being surrounded by a living giant circle. (laughs) Yeah. Speakers everywhere. Speakers, right. Right. It creates that kind of immersive experience where you just, Mm -hmm. it's around all the time. Mm -hmm. So the idea of surround sound SEO is that what, where do people go when they want to buy something? They might ask their friends, they might ask their family, they but they're definitely going to ask Google too, mm-hmm. right? So when you ask Google, what's the best smartphone in 2022, you're going to see results from all the big carriers, right? And all the big mm-hmm. manufacturers. But do you really trust what they say? Not really, because we're talking about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So you might be more likely to go to an article, I don't know, TechCrunch or something that is the 10 best smartphones for 2022. Or you might get more specific and like the 10 best smartphones for business owners in 2022. But those are the kind of articles that you want because you want that kind of impartial-ish third-party opinion and review. You want to hear from other people what they're saying about it. So if you do that search, the best smartphones for 2022, and you see um, you see Samsung mentioned in every single article, you see a specific model mentioned, it's going to make you have to check it out, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So this is a concept of surround sound SEO in that, yes, ranking your site is good. We all want to do that for our keywords. But if you stop there, the rest of the SERPs are going to go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. And you also won't be able to compete with those big publication sites. Right. So if you're in home decor, you're not going to compete with Better Homes and Gardens, Southern Living, and all that. But you may be able to get them to mention you. So that's the idea. Just kind of be there where all the conversations are happening so that you just cannot be ignored. Yeah. You got to show up everywhere. I love it. And I really like the idea of showing up in those lists because it is, like you said, impartial-ish. And this is something that I try to do even with the case studies that I write, because I could tell you I'm an awesome SEO copywriter. Probably won't, but I could see that. But (laughs) you hearing it from my, I I don't do like the braggy thing, but like having somebody else tell you that it makes you believe it more. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, okay. So how does surround sound help you be everywhere? you know, especially if you can't compete for those top rankings in search. Right. So you're, you're probably not going to get the number one spot. Maybe you will eventually. That's a good goal to go for. But can you get one of those publications to mention you, four of those publications to mention you? And then you're building your brand visibility, your share of search. Um, you might even show up in the little preview in the SERPs where it might have you as number one or number two. So even if people don't click into the article, they're still seeing you right in the SERP results. So the way that the tool helps is that you put in your keywords, you put in your competitors, and that will show you all the pages that mention your competitors and don't mention you, the pages that rank for those keywords. So then that's what we call our opportunities, right? Because um, not only are they ranking for your keywords, which is great, but they're also have shown that they're willing to mention your competitors, which means they, they may be very willing to mention you as well. So this is where we kind of blur the line between link building and PR. Mm. So it's not traditional link building where it's um, maybe you have a quota you have to build every month um, and you just 
go get them where you can, right? These mm-hmm. take a little bit more cultivation, um, creating of of relationships in order to get into some of those uh, higher ranking publications. Yeah, this is what I love so much about Simrush, you know, because there's so many tools out there for SEO, but I just feel like Simrush and content marketing, like you guys are so forward thinking, you yeah. know, it's like there's tools that measure like right now, and there's tools that show you what has happened. But I feel like if you want to know like how to move forward in the future, like Simrush is hands down the best because you guys are always creating these tools that are like, hey, what's happening right now is not what's going to be happening tomorrow. You've got to be thinking about new ways all the time to you know do those old things like SEO. So that's what I've really enjoyed about all of the products that you have, but especially um, the idea of surround sound. So you mentioned two terms that I I don't want to skip over because I think they're really important to define. The first one is brand visibility. What does that mean? I also want to let you know that my free three-day challenge is back. So if you want to join the Supercharger SEO three-day challenge, it is June 4th, 5th, and 6th, and you can register for free at crystalwidell.com forward slash supercharge. So hope to see you inside the challenge. Yeah. So it's it's tied to brand awareness, right? So if it is the same concept about surround sound where if your name pops up everywhere, that's going to build your brand. That's building your brand visibility. So when you go into Samrush, um to surround sound, you'll be able to see what is your current visibility. And, and how how is that calculated? Yeah. So it's um, it's calculating where you're showing up in the mm-hmm. SERPs. So um, if you're showing up in three results in the first 10 and you're only looking at the first 10, then your visibility would be 30%. Gotcha. Right. And we also have a weighted visibility by like the page that you're on. How high does that rank? So there's, there are different ways you can look at it as well, as opposed to just the numbers. I do want to say though, that this concept actually came from HubSpot. Oh, yeah. So a couple of years ago, they kind of came up with this idea. They did it internally, um, quietly in order to promote their free CMS, uh, because they were going up against Salesforce which is mm-hmm. a giant, right? You're, you're never going to beat them right out of the gate. <laughs> so <laughs> this really helped them to get a, a foothold in that marketplace. So they created the concept. They they also built a tool themselves, but it has never been anything that's been released. So it was just on their oh. end. And the Semrush tool, from what I'm told, goes a lot deeper um, we have a webinar that I did with Alex Burkett, who is the one who kind of came up with it and kind of piloted it. Um, it's it's interesting to hear how that went and uh, how it's worked for them. That's so interesting. We'll definitely make sure we link to that because I know you shared that with us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the other term that you mentioned was share of search. And, you know, I'd like to just hear you kind of expand on that. But one thing that also stood out in what you just said is that you could show up in multiple spots in the SERPs. You know what I mean? Like so many times you hear SEOs talking about get to position one, two, or three, or just get to page one or whatever, but it's always about like the one and you're talking about multiple. So this is just, it's so innovative, you know? So can you talk to to us a little bit about share of search? Yeah. Share of search is very similar to visibility. Like uh, how much are you showing up? Like you just explained it perfectly, (laughs) right? So yeah, you did. You did. So if you're looking at that 
that first 10 results and you're showing up for four of them, I mean, your share of search is pretty, pretty good, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and like you said, that, that number one spot, it's, that would be great if we can get that. But even if we can't, we can still increase our share of search. It's something that is attainable for pretty much everybody. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen this for my own business in one particular situation. Um, I, I was chosen for one of those people also asked questions, you know, Mm -hmm. about senior night. And so it's like, I show up there as um, a response to a question. And then I also rank in the top three. So I'm like, I love 20%. (laughs) Work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And super exciting. Yeah. The thing too about um, surround sound SEO, we recommend that people use those really high intent keywords. So rather than, um, let's see, what would it be? Rather than looking for an informational term, you're looking for a commercial intent term. So that's another another tool we have in SEMrush that will help you kind of identify those commercial intent keywords related to what you do. So um, it would be those listicles, right? What are people searching when they're just about to pull the trigger and actually buy something? Those are the words that work best for your surround sound SEO. We looked at, um, as an example, we looked at a, a whirlpool campaign that we created ourselves. And if you look for like French door refrigerators, you're going to see like Lowe's and Home Depot and all that. You're already mentioned there, right? As a manufacturer, that's taken care of. Plus you're never going to be, be Home Depot. But if you search for something like best French door refrigerators, yeah, mm-hmm. Home Depot and all that, they might show up somewhere along there, but you're also going to see publications that you could get to mention you. That I is such that an so interesting much. distinction, you know, and just like adding that that word best can make such a big difference. So I guess my next question then would be, we've kind of touched on it, but like how is surround sound different than traditional SEO? Yeah. You know, how would... The biggest difference is the goal, right? So traditional SEO, you're trying to rank your website, your content. With surround sound SEO, you're taking advantage of other sites that already rank for your keywords and you're kind of getting in there as well. Yeah. You know, there's um, a person I follow for social media and she talked about this with like Instagram and, you know, barring other people's audiences. So shout out to Ellen Yin, you know, because yes. she was talking about how you could sell um, with a small audience by going to, you know, borrow someone else's audience. And the, the illustration she gave was, let's say your neighbors with someone who has a large audience, you know, let's like just use Amy Porterfield for an example or whatever. And so you're, you've got your house, you know, and you can invite, you know, your two or three friends who know who you are and say, Hey, I've got this thing, you know, and it's like, okay, (laughs) we're not buying it. Um, (laughs) But then you could go across the street to the party Amy's having and tell all those people. And guess what? There's a lot more people there. There's a lot more opportunity for people to find you and kind of engage with what you've got going on. So um, I thought that's, it's kind of a similar concept. I, I like that a lot. And then with surround sound, it's more like Amy is telling everybody about you, right? So it's not uh, you going in there. It's them telling about you, which tends to work better. You. So what I'm hearing is like, this is the perfect opportunity for introverts because it's like everybody else is doing kind of doing the work and all you're doing is finding the opportunities and you're like, yeah. Hey, how about this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if you're selling meal kits, for example, you're HelloFresh and you're seeing that, Oh, this article mentioned my competitors, but not me. That's a perfect opportunity to reach out and say, Hey, I saw this article. 
Um, notice you didn't include us. I would love to send you some sample meals so you can consider adding us to the list. And of course, then you have to, then they have to disclose, <laughs> right? That they got free samples, all that mm. good FTC stuff. But that's the way to kind of start to break the ice and get in there. So how do you go about, like, we've talked about the opportunities and I'm sure Crystal had this question on our list, but how do you then go about trying to take advantage of those opportunities and reaching out to these, you know, sites that have these lists? Yeah. So if you're already doing link building, you likely already have an outreach program in place. This is going to take advantage of the same sort of thing. And we're going to assume that everything's personalized when you're doing your link out outreach anyway, but you even probably want to spend more time on it with a surround sound outreach because the value is so much higher. So you might want to be looking at, um, rather than just a one-off link, like how can I build this relationship with this mm-hmm. publication, with this with this blogger? What can I give them in return? So maybe it's, you know, would you consider having us on your podcast? We'll have you on our podcast, you know, whatever it is that you can give to add value, even if it's writing your own article or, you know, especially offering to write the copy yourself, the whatever you want yeah. in their article, they make it clear that they won't have to do anything but copy paste, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big selling point for a lot of people is if you can just go ahead and say, here's the thing, you know, would you yeah. be willing to put this in there? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, if you have an affiliate program or something that also always sweetens the deal. Yeah. Amazing. That is so cool. Okay. So, you did talk a little bit about this, but you know, just going back to that search, because I'm just stuck in the SERPs right now. <laughs> um, how do you identify the potential gaps in search coverage? Yeah. So you do have to know your keywords, right? That's going to be your first step. So what you'll be able to do, not only looking at opportunities, um, but also you can look by keyword. So how am I doing by keyword? And then looking at who's ranking for that keyword? And are they mentioning me? Are they mentioning my competition? Are they linking to me, linking to my competition? That's when you can start to see like, all right, for this keyword here, I only have this much visibility. And it does break it down at keyword level. So you can see where where you might really need to focus if it's an important, really important keyword for you and say, oh, I have 0% coverage. (laughs) That's not good. Let me check and see who's (laughs) ranking and where I need to start. Yeah. And I'm hearing the word like collaboration in my head. You know, it's like, it seems like the future is collaborative, you know, more than just that siloed business. You know, there's like everybody's out there, every man for themselves, you know, like, no, we have to start building those connections on the internet, just like we would in real life, like just, you know, real life networking now moved to the internet. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I feel like that means that you and I are really well primed for this, Crystal, because this is like both of well, us kind of is. do this. Okay. I definitely do this. I think it's in my DNA. So I'm like getting really excited just hearing about this stuff because even just like how you were talking about asking, like, you know, the give and take, like I can do this if you, if you would do this for me, I do that. So I have ended up showing up on some people's provider lists or trusted copywriter lists or whatever it might be. And even if it's only on their website and they're not these big giant websites with the well-known list. That's okay. I'm starting Mm -hmm. somewhere. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, one of the things that I also love about Simrush is like the educational stuff that you guys provide. And I've learned a lot about like buyer's journey and, you know, just really trying to align, 
you know, marketing with your buyer's journey. And so I was just wondering if you had any tips for understanding or building out a customer's unique buyer's journey and if, you know, surround sound fits into that in any way. Yeah, surround sound definitely fits in and it fits in near the bottom, <laughs> right? Okay. Again, it's those, think about the keywords that people use when they're about ready to purchase because that's where the recommendations are the most important. So you, you'll have your informational keywords, great, rank for those too. Um, but where the most value comes in is closest to the sale. So that's that's why you can kind of justify that a little more effort to get that kind of relationship building, get that that link because it is so close to the sale. That you know what this so reminds smart. me of? Remember, remember when Steph was on? Um, yes, Steph, yeah, yeah. Stephanie Long was talking about this, and she was talking about her. She's an SEO strategist or um, consultant expert, or, expert, yeah, consultant. Yeah. She's got a title. All of the words. Sorry, just like throw all of the words. <laughs> yeah, um, she's out there um, on the West Coast, but she said that one of her, you know, techniques as a, as a SEO person is to target those middle of funnel keywords, you know, and to, you know, kind of lead into what you're talking about. And so I just, I love the fact that, you know, we're getting more specific and we're getting closer to that actual purchase point because, you know, with content, you know, you're trying to bring people in and then we've talked about retargeting with ads and, you know, but it's like, everybody wants to know, how do you close the deal? You know, it's like, how do you yeah. get them all the way down and, you know, really spend the most time, you know, and, and get really productive towards the bottom of the funnel, you know? So I think that's, that's a really cool thing that surround sound does. Well, and another one of the, um, one of the quotes from Ashley Chanel that sticks in my head is when she was talking about return on energy or return on effort. So this is a really big return on effort. If you're focusing closer to the end of the funnel, that's where you're going to have more of those conversions. That's a, that's a brilliant place to spend your time. I love this. I'm super excited. Good. (laughs) Okay. So what if you're not like Whirlpool, you know, what if, (laughs) what if you're starting from zero, you know, Mm -hmm. like how do you implement surround sound from the starting point? It's the same way. And that's the beauty of it, right? You don't have to be ranking or well-known for this to work. You're probably going to have to be a little stronger on your relationship building and your outreach, but it's, it can work for anybody. Awesome. I love hearing that. <laughs> and is is there training available for, you know, using surround sound or, you know, how does that work if somebody wanted to get started? Yeah. So you can definitely go in and try it. It's um, under the extra tools menu and in, in the SEMrush menu. When you go in, the, the dashboard has just recently been updated. So it's really easy to see like where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are. And then you can just click through and, and find out, figure out what to do. There is also that webinar uh, with Alex Burkett where he walks through exactly what he does to set up a campaign and then even all the way through doing outreach. And there's a, a series of templates of outreach emails that you can get. So that's that's what I would recommend doing. But if you go in there and you just try it, I think you'll see the possibilities. I think that my favorite pages are the pages report, and that's where you'll see your opportunities, right? So you'll see every page that ranks for your important keywords um, and whether they're mentioning you or not and which competitors they're mentioning. The other one is that keywords report we talked about where you can see at, a, at an individual keyword level, what is your visibility like? Yeah. I love that. And um, have you guys ever heard of a SWOT analysis? 
Yes, because of you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what this, this to me just seems like the ultimate SWAT, you know, it's, and, and for those of you who are listening and you may not have ever heard of it, SWAT is an acronym for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And so I love it over here. He's my star student. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm like mouthing the words that she's saying. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I mean, but it's so important, you know, it's, it's so important to understand like where you're strong and how you can, you know, maintain and grow that strength where your weaknesses are. So like you said, you can turn them into opportunities, identify your opportunities so that the, you know, you don't just wake up one day and realize, oh gosh, I never planned for the future. You know, I think that is, that's a huge one. You know, so many businesses, there's, they get so stuck in what they're doing day to day that they they fail to notice that things are changing around them, you know? And so that's why I think a tool like this is so important. So go ahead. I, if you have something to add to that, I'm just, I yeah, love it. Yeah. I want to take it all the way through the, to the T, right? Uh, the threat part, right? Where are your competitors that you are not? And beyond that, we mm. have seen people discover competitors they didn't even think of as competitors when they realize that they're showing up in those high ranking pages for their keywords as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I I was thinking about is like, you don't know what you don't know until you look at the report and then you're like, Oh, that's over there. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's been one of the biggest ahas of SEO is just understanding what else is going on around Mm -hmm. you. You know, here's an example uh, I think I might've talked about this, but a few weeks ago I was, you know, studying one of my number one keywords, which is senior photo props. And so um, I had written an article about senior photo props and I was checking my visibility, you know, my share of search, you know, and going through like, am I showing up in photos? Am I showing up in videos? Am I showing up, you know, in just those regular search results? And turns out somebody else lifted my entire blog with the images and everything that I created for Pinterest that had my brand name on it. It had collagenwood.com at the bottom of the pit. I mean, every single image. I'm like, what in the world, you know? And so, but they were ranking (laughs) in the photo section for my blog. So I just, it's one of those things where I would never have thought that something like that could happen. And I reached out to them and said, Hey, I don't know what this is, but y'all need to take it down, you know? And they did right away, which is great. But probably what I should have done, which would have been smarter is just say, Hey, make sure you add the right link in there. Not not yours. (laughs) Point it back to my page. (laughs) That's yeah. That's what I was thinking. Hey, will you make sure this is linking over here? (laughs) Yeah. As as I hear what you're saying, I'm like, Oh man, I could have really had share search over there. But okay, so does surround sound help you target those high difficulty keywords? Is there an element there to help you rank for the the harder ones? Well, it won't help you rank, but it will help you see who is ranking so that you know where you might be able to get a link and a mention. Okay. So that's right. That's where you try to build those partnerships. And mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I'd love that too, because sometimes when you're thinking about getting started in SEO, you feel like you're so behind and you see, oh, these guys are ranking. I could never, I could never catch mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and too, if you go into to surround sound, uh, the tool, um, I think the first inclination is to dump all of your keywords into one campaign. But that's not always the best idea, right? So if you, let's say you're Nike and you're doing a surround sound campaign, you might want to have 
different campaigns, one for women's running shoes, right? Because you don't, yes, you put them all in one campaign and then you can see in general, what is your brand visibility? What's your share of search overall for all of your keywords? But you also want to know with individual product lines or focuses, like how are we doing in like youth soccer shoes, right? (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. These different initiatives that you might have. It's definitely worth splitting it out into a different campaign. Wow. It's so, it's like so deep, you know, it's like, I know. (laughs) Woo. Break it down. We're really quiet. It's like, what what else? (laughs) Break it down some more, you know? When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. But it's okay. really simple. I mean, you could you could do this without the tool, right? You just have to open, you know, 80 tabs or or more to and then look and see are am I mentioned here? Are my competitors mentioned here? But the tool itself just makes it super easy. It's practically instant when you put it in there. That is okay. so cool. And I hope that you haven't already said this, but I when I was reading, you know, through some of the information you sent me. Um, you were talking about three types of keywords to consider when you're trying to figure out what types of words to target. And so, you know, having that massive list and then breaking it down into different lists, is that related to the types of words that you want to target? It could be, right? So if um, if content marketing itself is a really big focus for you, maybe you do want to do a campaign that's all your informational keywords. So you can see how you're doing in informing the internet about you um, and and giving them that kind of top of the funnel. But where where you're probably going to want to spend more of your time is with those commercial intent, transactional intent kind of keywords that we talked about, like whatever you search when you're about to to do a thing, right? So um, on Pinterest, we know, because you know, we have to mention Pinterest. um, Yes. (laughs) A lot of times, because all searches are almost all the searches are unbranded and people are very open to new ideas and Pinterest really wants to share new ideas that they think people will like, that's where your really top of the funnel keywords can do very well, right? The the bottom Mm -hmm. of the funnel ones can work too, but things like um, running routines for beginners, right? That would be great on Pinterest. People would love it. They'll save it like crazy. But when you do that in a surround sound campaign, it's just a very different effect. So I wouldn't mix in those informational keywords with your um, commercial intent. That is really yeah. good to know. Okay. Yeah. I have a couple. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. I can, I'll hold it. I'll hold my thoughts. <laughs> no, no, no. It's because I was going to run into another question. So you go. Well, I was just thinking like, you know, as um, someone trying to build a marketing strategy from scratch, you know, it's just so interesting to hear how these different tools work together, you know, because I'm all about trying to align the different terms that people use, like top of funnel or, you know, uh, solution aware or whatever, you know, just trying to align all of those terms with 
keywords and you know informational and trans- transactional. So it's it's interesting. It's like I love Pinterest. Pinterest is there at the top. And then I like surround sound. Now we've got that at the bottom. And so it's just, you know, mixing and matching all of these different tools to build the strategy that, you know, makes sense for your business, you know? And so I just really appreciate the breakdown because it really helps to draw a picture of like how all of these things on the internet work together. I I think you need to make an image. (laughs) I was just thinking that. I was calling my name. (laughs) (laughs) So and just and just to make sure that I'm going to make that image correctly, the three types of keywords you kind of want to consider would be informational, which is kind of at the top, commercial in the middle, and transactional at the bottom. Is that if you in SEMrush the sorry, um, commercial (laughs) and transactional are very similar, so I would lump those together. Okay, Um, and then informational, I feel like isn't. That's not where we tend to focus, but if that, if that is your focus, if you're all about the content and you want to see how, how far your content is getting, where you're being mentioned for these keywords, are you like, is there a thought leadership push that you want to see? Is it being, are you being mentioned? You could do that, but really the more value is going to come from those listicles, you know, top 10, this, or the best that, or the insert adjective here, right? So the, <laughs> the easiest, you know, whatever it is that is your focus, those are the keywords I would concentrate on. Got it. I really like it. And, you know, it's like how Ashley was talking about, because Ashley Chanel came in and talked about ads um, with us and, you know, retargeting and like building out your funnel mm-hmm. with ads and, you know, okay, if somebody watched 20 to 30% of this video, then we're going to retarget them with this video and that type of thing. So I think, I, I think what you're talking about, B, is that, you know, like Elisa said, that content comes at the beginning and then your retargeting strategy is what falls in the middle, whatever that looks like. And then that mm-hmm. commercial commercial transactional is at the bottom. So if we're building out a graphic, that that's kind of, you know, the flow, I guess. Mm-hmm. Totally. We're, t- we're going to like collaborate on that. See, collaboration yeah. happening yeah. already. <laughs> yeah. We'll send so, it to you to take a look at okay. see if we've got all our um oh no, I just want to see it. I'm sure it'll be yeah. Are you like oh, <laughs> labels in the right place. <laughs> Everything looks pretty. Yeah. I'll um, pin it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a client, I do a lot of healthcare copywriting, so health and wellness providers. And I have a client who really wants to get a link in like a web MD article. And let's say that there's a listicle. And we want to, you know, just kind of knock on their door and say, hey, would you feature us? Would you link to us? I know you walked us through kind of like high level what to do, but let's say we don't have SEMrush and we don't have surround sound. What would you recommend someone do in that case? Uh, As far as the outreach or? Yeah. Okay. So the outreach is going to be, I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, sorry. I was just saying she would, she would recommend get surround sound, but go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. I'm sure I want to show people like the time and effort that it could save them. So, you know, if we don't have that. So surround sound, where surround sound comes in is to identify the opportunities. And Mm -hmm. then it is up to you to go do the outreach. Got it. So, so really in that scenario, what it could help with is figuring out which article you could. mm, yeah. Okay, Where, like where's your yeah, where's your time best spent? Right. Right. Instead of just blindly saying, Hey, would you link to me? <laughs> exactly. Right. So your customer might it might be kind of a a bucket list item, right? I want to be on WebMD, but is that page or is that site really ranking for the keywords that are important to them? 
Right. Ground sound could help you figure that out. That's, that's a good, very good point. (laughs) Because a lot of times clients are like, yeah, they have ideas. Of course we all have our ideas, but you would be able to go in and say, all right. And we looked at all of your keywords. And so you don't have to open your incognito browser and open 40 tabs to check every keyword. You just do it once. And then you can say, look, this is, this is where you really want to be. This would be a better opportunity. This would get you seen as more of an authority. Yeah. Yeah. And it even has like an estimated traffic amount too. So you can see which pages would be best for that. Yeah. So how many keywords can you add in at a time to check yeah. on? Yes. Yeah. So, so to try it out, um, you can do 50. If, if you want more, um, you would just write in and ask for more. Right now it's in beta. So I would suggest try it now. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was my question. I was going to, I was going to ask, like, let's say that someone has SEMrush, has an account. This is something they could just, in theory, go check that. What did you say? Uh, extra tools tab? Mm-hmm. The extra tools menu at the top. Okay. There. Yep. Okay. Wow. Um, so we, we, we... all talking at once. <laughs> yeah, we do this. <laughs> Go ahead, Elisa. You're the guest. Oh. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And so with all beta products, we want to know how could this be better for you? What would make it clearer for you? Uh, what would add more value? So you know, if if you go in and try it and there's something that's confusing to you or something you wish it did that it doesn't, we, you know, we want to know about that. I'm going so. in there today. Well, not today. Yeah. I'm going in tomorrow because I have client <laughs> work today. <laughs> I'll get distracted right. for the next five hours. <laughs> yeah. So everybody has our, we have our marching orders. So if you're listening right now, yes. you need to go to Simrush. You need to go to the tools menu and extra tools, you, extra extra tools. tools menu and, uh, check out surround sound and get started with that. And then, um, you know, we definitely want to hear your feedback too. So we have a link down in the show notes, um, the Gallus link, G-A-L-A-S. Um, if you have any questions or, you know, you want to, you know, make a comment, give some feedback, just join the conversation about this. Um, please click that link. And, you know, if we can pass anything along to Elisa, we definitely will. But Elisa, how could people reach out to you directly if, you know, they have any additional questions? Yeah, they could reach me at my SEMrush email, which is alisa.meredith at semrush.com. Or you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Alisa M. Meredith. Okay. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. (laughs) She's she's using surround sound in real life. Yes. (laughs) I was going to say it's surround sound, Alisa. (laughs) Right. And, And that's the thing. Like surround sound can be everything, right? It can be your social media. It can be all that. Um, what this, the tool that we have really helps with is the surround sound, the SEO focus, which is why I thought, I thought you might want to hear about it. Of course. (laughs) Plus, you know, Crystal, Crystal's like, yes, please. (laughs) Uh Well, you know, I dove into it. I'm already on it. And, you know, I think outreach is, that's a tough part about SEO. You know what I mean? It's very time consuming and it's, you know, um, a little bit deflating sometimes because it almost seems like a numbers game where, you know, you're going to get a lot more no's than yeses. But when you do it with a strategy like surround sound, you're actually reaching out in a meaningful way. You know, so I think it's easier to identify those relationships that could be mutual, you know, mutually beneficial and so it just makes it a better use of your time. So I really appreciate that from the perspective of a link builder because it's like this 
this makes more sense, you know? And then you're, like you said, building those relationships that aren't just for that one link, you know, it's mm-hmm. not just that one time. It's like, Hey, maybe this could actually be a relationship and a, a give and take thing that will, you know, go on into the future. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you brought up something too, that as you were talking, I got to thinking about it, imposter syndrome, when we're doing the outreach, imposter syndrome is such a big thing. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to take this tool, like, you know, surround sound and look for the opportunities that exist, that you probably have a higher likelihood of being able to get a yes, because they're linking to other people. So I feel like maybe possibly I'll have to live this out and try it, but maybe possibly they are a little bit more open to linking to you and to having more people to add to something like that. Yep. Yep. That's exactly the idea. Yeah. And that, that example that you gave (laughs) with the dentist and then Elisa said, Hey, look, you know, you may have an idea that you think is going to be great for your business, but come to find out SEO related, it actually is not going to move the needle for you. It's not going to do what you thought. You know, it's not, that's not the right fit for your business. That also is a time saver, you know? Right. So, and it's, yeah. it's also like, that's not where you want to focus. This is where you want to focus. Yes. Yeah. And I wouldn't say it's not necessarily the best fit, but it's not the best opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I love that. Awesome. This stuff. has been well, thank great. Thank you so much, Elisa. Oh, okay. This is fun. Thank you. I can already see a part two because that that thing you were talking about in the beginning, yes. I haven't forgotten about it. I haven't oh, forgotten about it. I know. She so. won't. She'll be like, hey, dude, is it out yet? Yeah. Hey, dude, it out. Oh, no, it's so. out. You can try it. It's um, okay. it's called Page Improve, and it's also in the Extra Tools menu. Ooh. Page okay. Improve, in case you page weren't improve. listening. Page Improve. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So maybe in the future, maybe we could have a conversation about Page Improve. Um, nudge, I'll go do nudge, my wink, research. Wink. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but for We're very now, subtle over here. <laughs> yeah, check out Surround Sound and Elisa. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Yes, this is like such thank you. Yeah, it's such a joy for us. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks. All right, Thanks. everybody. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this info, subscribe before you go so you never miss out on something related to SEO. <laughs> see you next time. Yeah. <laughs>